The Pelicans beat the Los Angeles Lakers 114-111. LeBron misses the final shot. Oh, that's too bad. And the Pelicans sweep the Los Angeles Lakers. Basically get the ninth seed in the playing tournament, more or less. Let's talk about it. It's a bonus episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. Are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Saturday, yeah, bonus episode, that one was so big, we gotta talk about it right now. The Pelicans beating the Los Angeles Lakers on the road, arguably the biggest game of the season, they all kind of feel like the biggest game of the season right now, but that one certainly was. It allowed the Pelicans to go up another game on the Lakers, it knocks their magic number for the play-in tournament, not just the nice but just the play-in tournament, down from four to two. Basically meaning they just need to win two more games. That's it. And with some of the schedule, that is very possible. That's if the rest of the teams went out even so they can get some help from their other the Spurs, the Lakers too. It was a big win. There's no other way to really say it. Everyone kind of came up big in moments more or less. So we're going to talk about that in today's show. It's going to be a little bit shorter here. Uh, so let's just kind of dive right into the 114-111 game. This was tough. Like, this was a tight game. The Lakers certainly came to play to the, to the best of their ability, right? They knew this was a playoff game. They knew how important this game was for them, that if they lose this, they might be out of the play-in tournament. And that has massive implications for the Pelicans, right? That means their pick's definitely going to land, most likely, at least, in the top 10 and come to New Orleans. Now, the players don't care about the pick. LeBron James doesn't care about the pick. Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis don't care about the pick. But that organization... If they want to try and improve and retool even slightly this offseason going into next year to get back to where they think they should be, that pick is massively important. So the fact that they lose helps New Orleans in the playoff standings, helps them get a draft pick. It's like a double blow to the Lakers where New Orleans still has more picks coming from them. That's a really big deal and pick swaps. And all of a sudden now, those really start to come in play in a way that maybe we weren't looking at before. So in a tight game, this this was really turned by one guy. You had Brandon Ingram play well, 29 points on the night. CJ McCollum, 32 points on the night, and we'll get to them in a minute. But really late in the fourth quarter, it was Jonas Valanciunas who was the focal point and the key player. He had nine points in the fourth. They were getting him the ball down low, and he was going to work. He was also in good position to get rebounds. That inside-out game where the Lakers had no answer for him. He was getting guys like Anthony Davis in foul trouble as well and limiting some of the things that they were all capable of doing. I loved what we saw from him there. That was just a tremendous performance. They had Anthony Davis at the five, matched up against Valanciunas in the fourth. Valanciunas, again, nine points, right, on three of three shooting, including a big main three because he has the ability to pop out like he did. Four, uh, sorry, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, two of two from the line. His counterpart, 
Anthony Davis, one of five. Three rebounds, two assists, went two of four from the line, four total points. One of five. You want to know where the difference in that game was? It was Anthony Davis not stepping up clutch in the fourth quarter. And LeBron James struggled late in the fourth here. One of four in the fourth quarter. You saw Herb Jones playing strong defense against him. Najee Marshall to start the fourth playing strong defense against him. Trey Murphy even having some moments out there, mainly against Russell Westbrook at times too. Strong defense. Really good performance in the fourth quarter from this team trying to gut out a very, very tough win. And again, LeBron was feeling it all night. He was playing well. He finished with 38, though he airballed that final three-point shot. But hopefully we don't lose power here. Uh, he wanted to win. He was playing to win. This wasn't the stat padding LeBron that we had normally seen. He was dead set on trying to will this team to victory. Other people didn't step up around him, and he just went into a really tough, tough Pelicans team that was fully healthy for the most part. Minus Zion, right? Brandon Ingram, killer in this one, 29 points. Same for C.J. McCollum. And then other guys stepping up. So let's get into that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Talking about Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum. Before we do that, though, today's episode, the bonus episode of Locked on Pelicans, brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. So find all the latest sports developments, including this week's uh, Masters Championship odds, podcasts, and reviews for all the different leagues this season over at BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action over at betonline.net, betonline where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available five days a week. Biggest win of the season. We're here on a Saturday. It's storming. You can you can probably hear it. I got things I actually need to go and do when I'm recording this show. One, because I'm pumped and I know you want to listen to it. So it's a fun day to be a Pelicans fan. So make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. All of that helps keep this free in five days a week for you on anyone else recording on a Saturday, anyone else doing Saturday work. Right here, we got it over at Locked on Pelicans, and hopefully we get to keep having some fun on the show a little bit longer. So I just went over how I thought Valanciunas was really the key offensively and defensively in the fourth quarter for New Orleans. He kind of finally had that takeover game we really been hoping that he would. And then... You have the two stars on the team, Brandon Ingram and C.J. McCollum, who work so perfectly in unison. This is where anyone who says Brandon Ingram doesn't fit with Zion, Brandon Ingram doesn't fit with this player, Brandon Ingram doesn't fit with this other player. Dude fits with everybody, right? You saw it. 29 points on 10 of 17 shooting. He didn't make a three. Seven assists. C.J. McCollum, 32 points on 23 shots. Four of eight from three. Seven rebounds. Four assists. These guys were killers all night long. And they did it in kind of the ways that you would expect, right? Go look at the shot chart. Murder by mid-range. Death by mid-range here. The Pelicans were in the middle of the court, and they're so good at shooting those shots, and teams will give you those shots for the most part. And against Brandon Ingram, they're almost impossible to defend. He's going to be able to get that every time. And whenever this team needed a bucket and he got to his spots in the mid-range, you felt really good about it. CJ was doing it too. CJ was not purely just a three-point shooter. He actually didn't score a bucket at the rim. Everything was either threes or mid-range from him. And the Pelicans, had, the Pelicans, the Lakers had no answer to that whatsoever. They can do this. Brandon Ingram 
didn't score at the rim on a field goal. He drove, got fouled, would go to the line. Same for CJ McCollum. But neither of those two guys scored in the restricted area. You know how ridiculous that is to put up a line like they had, especially Brandon Ingram, where he didn't make a three. So he gets on the line nine times. He, he was aggressive, right? But he knew. And the, t- the, the Lakers' defense was worried about that, so they give him a little bit of a cushion. And then he elevates, shoots right over them from like 10 feet or so, 15 feet or so. And that's where a lot of this damage was done. And look, mid-range has kind of gone out of style in the NBA, out of the analytical mindset of it. But it started to come back, and it works when you have guys that are good at shooting it, right? You don't care when Kevin Durant shoots that because Kevin Durant's a good shooter. Brandon Ingram has shades of that too, and he brought it in this game. He was pumped. You could tell he really wanted to win. After the game, after LeBron missed the shot, I saw the video of him screaming LeBrick in the air, his former team taking a shot or two there. I love it. That's kind of fun. And he led the team to a victory. This was the game where you're like, oh, I want Brandon Ingram to step up. He did. He did. And everything they did really worked well with C.J. McCollum. And uh, the middle of a lot of that was Valanciunas setting screens. And then other guys making other actions and cuts. And how are you supposed to defend that? And the Lakers really had no answer for that whatsoever. These two were excellent, particularly in the mid-range, trying to get their shot. Knowing that that was their shot and feeling confident in it. And taking what the defense gave them. And then you saw Brandon Ingram with the passing. You saw C.J. with some of the passing too. Great performance on the night from both of those guys. The Pelicans' big three of Ingram, Valanciunas, and McCollum, excellent on the night. Again, 29 points, 32 points, 17 points, and 12 rebounds, too. And the Lakers had no answer for that. You had LeBron James go out and score. Anthony Davis went out and scored. The benches were exactly even in terms of points scored off the bench. The difference, really, other than you know those guys elevating their games, was... Jonas Valanciunas but then you also had big plays from others I want to talk about Herb Jones in particular coming up next and why we didn't see a ton of Jose Alvarado in this game so that's coming up here next in today's bonus episode of Locked on Pelicans before we get to that though today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there I was at the Pels 12 watch party last night and a bunch of you all came up and said you had bought them and tried them and thanked me for that that was really cool and a bunch of you said you wanted to try them. And I should have brought a bunch of Built Bars with me. I don't know why I didn't. That would have been kind of fun for you all to give them a try. Because these things are awesome. I eat one of these basically every single day. They're great for breakfast. They're great before or after a workout. If you're going to eat a protein bar, you don't need to eat the one that tastes terrible. You may as well eat the best tasting one. And I promise you, I promise you, that is Built Bar. And you got to try the Built Puffs too. And if you haven't, you're missing out on one of the best tasting Built Bars. They're light, they're airy. It's the first ever protein infused marshmallow. And all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. And most of them have 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. They're great for you. You need a replacement for like those snacky things, candy bars that you eat? Try a Built Bar. It's going to taste better than that sometimes. And it's going to be much better for you. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at built.com. All right, we are talking about the Pelicans. 114-111 win over the Los Angeles Lakers. Shout out to Pels12 and Pels12. That was a fun watch party. 
I wasn't really planning on going. Then the Pelicans had to pull that stupid crap they did, and it pissed me off. So I wanted to go support the like group of fans who've been doing this organically. So I decided to go. Spite is a very strong motivating factor. I was so glad I did. The whole bar was packed, basically standing room only, and everyone was cheering and into the game. The people across the street from Mid City Yacht Club must have been so damn confused about what was going on on a Friday night there. It was a fantastic time. Keep an eye out for some stuff coming for the playing tournament game. If it's a home game, a pregame party, if it's an away game, watch party will be promoting it here over at Locked on Pelicans. Uh, all right, so let's go back to the game, right? Now the Pelicans are up in the ninth spot, basically solidified, more or less, I think, in that ninth seed. I can't imagine that they would fall out of this, but you, you never know. Two games up on the San Antonio Spurs, three games up on the Los Angeles Lakers to clinch a playing tournament spot. They need to win two games. Their magic number is two. 114-111 over the Los Angeles Lakers. Valanciunas was key in the fourth quarter, really kind of the fulcrum of everything they did. Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, great. But other guys stepped up too and made some big plays. And really in particular was Herb Jones. Dude was awesome all night. Look, he had the tough task of defending LeBron. And you can look at LeBron's scores of 38 uh, stat line of 38 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. But 6 turnovers. And Herb Jones was on him. I thought he did a decent enough job, right? Like the points were there, and LeBron is LeBron and ridiculous at times, right? At worst, he's at worst, he's the second best player in NBA history. At worst, right? You can argue whether it's one or two. I don't know if you can argue if it's not one of those two numbers. He was great because it's LeBron, it's what he does. So a rookie guarding him is a tough task regardless. But he did an admirable job. More importantly, he came up with just timely plays. Timely freaking plays in this game. All night long, right? He had struggled with his shot, but hits a big three in the third quarter to really give the team, uh, claw them back a little bit in this game. He was four of nine overall, working well off ball. And then his defense in transition was great. There was a play where the Pelicans turned the ball over. I forget exactly when it was. And the Lakers were driving down. I think it was in the first half. I can't remember. And... It looked like an easy fast break opportunity for the Lakers to score. And Herb Jones kind of breaks it up, forces whoever was handling the ball for the Lakers to lose it. And they ended up recovering the ball. So you're almost disappointed, right? Herb Jones didn't get the steal. Come on. But what that did was slow that fast break down just enough for other defenders to get back. And the Lakers ended up missing their shot after kind of getting the ball back and regrouping and playing in the half court. So what Herb Jones did was take away the high percentage, high efficiency look and transition, force them into the half court, which then resulted in a miss. It's the equivalent of stopping the fast break right there. Just doing something like that is such a massive play. He took a charge in this game as well. He was tremendous. And in limited minutes, Jose Alvarado did a really good job throwing him on Westbrook and trying to force Westbrook to miss. Westbrook started to get a little bit hot at one point, and I really got kind of nervous there. And you don't particularly like to see that. He hit two threes. You know, over Devontae Graham, who struggled and has struggled, it's not great. But then you put in Jose Alvarado, who didn't play a ton of minutes in this game, right? Very, very limited, I thought, but did a good enough job. And was needed in there just to try and settle things down, but also to shoot and to score because he can shoot, right? And I thought he played well. 
in this one, in those very limited minutes. You could very clearly see that Willie Green was worried about the length of the Lakers and the height of the Lakers and didn't want to go undersized at that position. And in the fourth quarter, you saw Trey Murphy come in for Jose Alvarado, which proved to be the right decision. But in eight minutes of action, making that one mid-range jumper with three assists to keep the offense going when Devontae Graham was not having really any sort of impact, that speaks a lot to him. And then Trey Murphy off the bench doesn't score in this game. Plus 11 in those minutes. He came in and provided some rebounding, some size, and exactly what they needed. Again, in very limited minutes. He's starting to step up. He hasn't had a full, complete game just yet. But he's started to play significantly better. And when he defended Russell Westbrook, Russ didn't score. Russ didn't score. They didn't take very many shots when uh, Trey Murphy was on him. But he didn't score. So these all these guys stepped up. You had your main players carry you. Ingram, McCollum, Valanciunas. You had the bench do exactly what they needed to do. Your role players to do exactly what they needed to do. And you got the win. And now you're in pole position for the ninth seed in a home play-in tournament game. The pre-sale for it goes on Monday to season ticket holders. That is awesome. You buried the Lakers on Friday night. Pels 12 was out there. That was a lot of fun. I had a great time. That was a great group. It was great to meet everyone that was there. You've got to try and come out to the next one. Again, keep an eye out on the play-in tournament game. The home, hopefully home game, right? There's going to be some stuff planned for that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so we'll have more on that right here at Locked on Pelicans on Twitter and all that. All right, there you go. How excited are you about this win? I had to get a quick show out. Really wanted to talk about this one. It's a Saturday It's rainy, but it's supposed to be nice later. Go enjoy your Saturday because the Lakers lost. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NolaJake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all Monday after the Clippers game now.